On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Saturday, April the 23rd. It is the final Saturday of the regular season. Can you believe it? Uh, it's uh, been a longer regular. I can believe it. I absolutely can believe it because I've wanted the playoffs to start like a month ago. Uh, and because of obviously what was supposed to be an Olympic break when they didn't even end up playing at the Olympics, the NHL players, that's the reason for the uh Longer regular season, but we're finally here. The home stretch, final week of the regular season, and the final Saturday today of the regular season. And what a Saturday it is. 12 games on the NHL slate. We'll break them all down as we always do. Ian Cameron and Vito, our weekend warrior here on the Ice Guys. Vito, how was your week? I was, it was good. I'm keep rolling. I mean, last, uh, last time I was on the show, I think it was last weekend. It was pretty good weekend i think for everyone because a lot of favorites won uh back in a week ago so uh and yeah during the week i also been doing fine i've been going like 2-1 usually yesterday i went 1-1 i obviously took oilers but and i took columbus columbus actually i think columbus maybe was the right side they were you know leading and outshot it as well ottawa just unfortunately loser there but yeah overall i would say a pretty good ending of the season at the moment and uh yeah let's see what we can do today i mean 12 games i have a few spots picked already we're gonna see some uh, uh we're gonna see a goalie who's gonna play his debut today which we're gonna talk about right so yeah i guess let's jump to it yeah absolutely uh and by the way the show uh start time is a little earlier today uh 11 30 a.m eastern time it'll be the same tomorrow as well uh, for the uh, for tomorrow's show uh, on Sunday, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And the reason for that is because I do the NBA Pub Hub show on Pub Sports Radio, 1 p.m. Eastern now on the weekends. And we needed to give ourselves more than an hour to talk about this card, the 12 games on tap. So this should give us enough time to get through all 12 games before my next show starts. So tomorrow it'll be a half hour earlier as well, the Ice Guys. So with that in mind, let's get to it. Pittsburgh, Detroit, Pittsburgh, minus 300. Road favorites, six and a half the total. This is the first of three games that begin at 1230 p.m. Eastern time here this afternoon. Uh, Pittsburgh, of course, it's really what's at stake for them is positioning uh, right now at this stage of the season. Uh, that's pretty much it. They are trying to hang on right now to uh, where they stand, and that is currently third, third place uh, in the uh, Metro Division, which doesn't give you home ice, by the way. Uh, but, uh, you know, you still are trying to fend off Washington and maybe not fall into the second wild card spot or the first wild card spot because Boston and Washington are tied at 99. 
So Pittsburgh could fall into that wild card position. And if you fall into the wild card position, you're looking at um, playing, you know, maybe Carolina or Florida. If you fall into the second wild card spot, spot you're definitely going to play Florida. So really, it's just I, this is one of those positioning battles where I don't know if Pittsburgh really is all that, you know, gung ho and all that, you know, let's go. Let's get this third place. I mean, it's not really a huge incentive. Like you're still going to have to start the first round, whoever you play on the road, regardless of whether you finish third uh, in the Metro division. The only conspiracy theory thing you can say is that um, maybe the Penguins, um, you know, don't want to avoid Florida. So maybe that's why they want to finish third. Uh, who knows? But it's not like it's a situation where you're playing for home ice or you're playing for second or you're trying to clinch a division. So I don't think it's that a balls to the wall motivational factor to win for Pittsburgh, you know, compared to some teams. That being said, Pitt, uh, Detroit Detroit has been a team that has been feisty. You know, even against Florida, they got off to a fast start, you know, in that hockey game uh, against the uh, Panthers. We know they pulled the upset uh, over the Tampa Bay Lightning before that. So it's a Detroit Red Wings team that obviously has struggled, but, you know, they haven't completely rolled over this year, this group. By the way, they do have some key injuries. Dylan Larkin's still out. Uh, for the Red Wings, it's obviously significant. Uh, Philip Zadina, who's been playing in their top six forward role for a long time, he's also a day-to-day, so probably not going to play. So there's been some lineup juggling here for Jeff Blaschel tonight, Looks like, or this afternoon, rather. Looks like Tyler Bertuzzi. Joe Valeno, by the way, from a prop standpoint, I'm waiting for this guy to percolate, get cooking a little bit. Number one center, and he's not doing a whole lot so far, but Still, I mean, he's getting the opportunity to be the uh, number one center here with Lucas Raymond, Tyler Bertuzzi, uh, Jacob Vrana, Puce Suter, and Sam Gagne. Sneaky little prop choice if you're going to take someone on Detroit because uh, he's now on the second line and he had a goal and four shots on goal on the second line against Florida the other night. So keep that in mind. Uh, This is obviously a Detroit team that the last time, Vito, they played the Pittsburgh Penguins, probably about as pathetic a loss, embarrassing a loss as you'll ever see. 11-2 11-2 to two at the hands of this team. Uh, they have struggled, obviously, uh, mightily in that game. Uh, we'll see how this one goes. You know, I, I have a small bet over here, 6.5, very small. Nadelkovic is probably going to be the starting goalie here for uh, Detroit, although it is not confirmed yet on his side. It's Casey DeSmith once again for Pittsburgh because of Tristan Jari remaining out for them. So, And he's actually played pretty well here the uh, last few games. Uh, you know, he said a career high. Uh, in uh, saves uh, against Boston, 48 uh, saves against the Bruins the other night uh, in a big win against them. So he's playing well. That's the tricky part for me. That's the worrisome part for me with this. It's a small over bet, though. That's all. But it is worrisome, nevertheless, though, uh, that, you know, DeSmith has played pretty well the last couple of games. Um, that's pretty much it for me. Just small on, on the over. I don't really love the minus 300. I don't hate taking a shot with Detroit, but Detroit's pretty all over the map right now, if you know what I mean. I mean, they're a team that, yeah, they can beat Tampa Bay. Yeah, they can get off to a fast start against Florida like they did, and then they fell apart after that, lost that game 5-2. Uh, to two. Uh, They're all over the map. They shut out Carolina. They get shut out by the Rangers, and then they lose 6-1 to Florida right after that. So, yeah, they pulled an upset or two, and then there's the games where they just are non-competitive. So Detroit is just all over the place. Very, very tough to uh, handicap at this stage of the season, this group. Uh, Vito, what do you think here? Pittsburgh, Detroit. Yeah, well, Ian, as always, covers a lot of things, you know. Yes, I do. Of course. 
<laughs> the 11-2 loss is a big thing uh, for Detroit. I think I, I think that the home ice, they will want to show a little bit better effort for sure, you know, so the pride and still. But uh, if we just look from the Pittsburgh little bit, guys, uh, this could be the moment that Pittsburgh starts to turn this around. Uh, if you look at the lineup, they have now four uh, centermans. Uh, so that means first line is with Crosby. He has Getzel Raquel on the wings. Then we have Malkin. Then we have Jeff Carter. And then we have Teddy Bluger in the fourth line with Brian Boyle, you know, maybe Bluger even goes on the wing or maybe Jeff Carter goes on the wing. Basically, they're getting pretty healthy, you know, and when they have these all four lines, I think that's when Pittsburgh is at their best, you know, well, having Malkin, obviously, and Crosby and Latang, having those three guys in is also very important for them to be all three to be in. And now Malkin will be back after the suspension. So, yeah, uh, you know, it's so many games on the slate and uh, Obviously, Pittsburgh is still on the road here, you know, and on the road, anything can happen, especially the end of the season. Overall, Pittsburgh, you know, have scored four goals more, five on five, uh, in the last two weeks. Then they have allowed, you know, four more goals. They have scored 16, allowed 12 goals. So that's a not bad stat, you know, and that's because I think also Casey DeSmith is playing unbelievable. He made some great saves against Boston, you know. There was some one-timers. He is moving well, you know. He's reading the play. He's not playing bad, you know. And, he has a chance to step up now, and I think he's hot, you know, and uh, let's see how he plays today, you know, I think we can trust them. Uh, I'm not laying any number here, it's just I cannot find the right number to play, uh, you know, uh, I'm checking now, well, I'm going to find what is the puck line, but the, I see regulation is like super juiced and that's no point, and puck line is also, well, I think only way, how can I look, look on this in puck line, but I think I'm not betting this game, but I think Pittsburgh wins this. All right, so a pass for Vito, but kind of thinks Pittsburgh win. I kind of think so too, but you're right. It's minus 300. With Keith, DeSmith's been good, but I'm always worried he has a game where he stumbles a little bit, comes back down to earth. We'll see if that's the case uh, in this game. All right, Carolina Hurricanes, New Jersey Devils. Carolina minus 230 here. Uh, road favorites in this game. The total, uh, six and a half pretty much uh, across the board. Um, so this is an interesting one because, uh, for, well, first of all, I already bet this thing over six and a half, and I really, really like this play. But I really, really like this play because I thought, well, first of all, we know New Jersey defensively, goaltending, it's a problem for them. It's consistently been a problem for them all year. And what a typical Andrew Hammond performance the other night against Buffalo after he played so well against Vegas. That's what you get with the Hamburglar. He can steal two points from the other team. He can steal two points from his own team sometimes as well when he – plays like he did against Buffalo oh my gosh those two goals that he gave up to this and I was happy I had Buffalo but the first goal doc Poso shot from the blue line that that can't go in I'm sorry I mean that just cannot go in on an NHL goaltender period simple as that uh, and somehow that puck went in uh, against him as a second goal I don't know what he was doing it looked like he was a goalie it was basically a, a man on skates at the bar stumbling out of the bar drunk that's what it looked like. Uh, and the second goal went in on him uh, as he just couldn't get back to his feet, lost his footing, uh, and uh, Buffalo quickly made it 2 nothing in that game. Uh, it was a horrible game for Andrew Hammond. Coming off the game where obviously he was magnificent against the Vegas Golden Knights, dealing the Golden Knights a bit of a blow for their playoff hopes. But that's what you get with Andrew Hammond. So now the question is, who's in net for the Devils today? Andrew Hammond projected, but that has not been confirmed yet. It could be Nico Dawes. So we'll have to wait and see on that who's going to be in between the pipes here for the Devils. Uh, as far as Carolina goes, um, 
bouncing back, I guess you could say, uh, the last couple games. They beat uh, Arizona 5-3, although that's not saying much. Uh, but still, they, they beat Arizona. And then they came back after a slow start against Winnipeg uh, on uh, Friday night and, and beat the Jets 4-2. to uh, They got off to a 2-0 deficit in that game, but came back to win it. Carolina, of course, in a battle with the Rangers for first in the Metropolitan Division. That looks like Vito. It's going to go down to the wire. Four games left for both teams, uh, and they both have an identical 108 points uh, going into that game. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how it goes here. Carolina, I thought for sure, part of the reason I liked the over in this game was I thought we'd see Antti Ranta, who's been given up uh, at least a couple of goals in every game with Frederick Anderson still out, but it's not going to be uh, Antti Ranta in net for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Instead, called up from the AHL, called up from Chicago, making his NHL debut here for the Carolina Hurricanes in net, Pyotr Kochetkov here for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes today. 22 years old, um, AHL Rookie of the Month in March, and went 13-1-1 in Chicago with very, very strong numbers down there at the American Hockey League level. So he's a guy that's playing very well, you know, down at the AHL. And with these goalies that have these great numbers down there, sometimes I give them a chance to play well, so I'm a little bit concerned. You know, this kid's got really good uh numbers down there he's got a lot of confidence from the way he's played down there that being said you are making the jump now to the nhl it's always a little bit more difficult new jersey does have offense you know that is not the issue for the devils they can uh put the puck in the net uh jack Hugh, even with jack hughes out we have seen uh the devils be able to score some goals uh in these games they scored six against zona three against dallas four against montreal three against jersey three against vegas uh, only two against Buffalo, but for the most part, they've been able to get you three goals. So going to be interesting to see. The numbers are solid for Kochetkov uh, in the AHL. Can he translate that now to the NHL level uh, is going to be the interesting thing here in this one. I still am going to stick to it with over six and a half. I think it was a clear choice. Carolina's not been locking it down defensively either, and they've really gotten off to slow starts. I mean, you look at recent games, they give up the seven spot, a touchdown to Colorado. They give up three to a lowly Arizona team, and that looks pretty bad, Vito. They give up three to Arizona. Arizona did absolutely nothing last night against Washington, getting shut out 2-0. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Winnipeg gets the quick start on Carolina uh, on Friday night with the two goals, although they didn't get anything after that. Um, look, Vito, you've actually been a fan of these underdogs um, with the scoring in the first period, you know, and maybe this might be something to look at with New Jersey here. Their team total over in the first period. We have seen Carolina here repeatedly get off to slow starts the last couple of games where it's taken them at least uh, into the second period to wake up, you know, and get going. Uh, that's got to be a bit of a concern. You can get Devils team total in the first period, basically New Jersey to score a goal in the first period at minus 145. You know, it's not terrible. I think that's a pretty good play, actually. Uh, I know this young kid could come in there and dazzle. He could be, and it could be a situation once again, like I always say, the team rallies around him and they want to play good defensively in front of him. I get all of that, but Carolina's really been struggling at the early part of these games lately. New Jersey maybe can get on the board early. So maybe that New Jersey to score in the first period might be worth a look as well. But I like over six and a half here, even with Kochetkov making his debut and his numbers look pretty solid in the AHL. This is the NHL now. It's going to have to prove it to me here today. Uh, Vito, what do you think? Carolina, New Jersey. Yeah, first of all, those uh, first period 
looks yeah they sometimes uh, you can find sometimes great ones you know which is up to like minus 120 minus 130 you know it's just the one goal in my point of view you know any any like any team can actually score that one goal you know and it's like a lucky bounce at the end of the day so yeah well of course there's situations you know and everything and yeah but uh well talking about this game i know last time when carolina was in uh devils they get humi humiliated it was like let me check seven four the score i think but devils were in front and then yeah, 7-4 for the Devils. I remember that game. That was last time Carolina was there. Well, talking about this game, uh, yeah, you know, Devils, when they lost to Sabres, I think, it, it, uh, again, they had a pretty successful road trip. You know, Devils had a great road trip. In the end, if you look, they only lost the game to Avalanche, you know, and they grabbed the point against Seattle in a overtime. You know, they win Vegas, they win Arizona, so they grabbed a lot of points in that road trip. That was a great road trip. They come home, they lay an egg, you know, Hammond, Two five to Sabres, kind of what we all expect, you know. Sometimes even with any kind of a team in NHL. Well, today they are a little bit now rested, and they're gonna play the second game at home. I think Devils always get advantage in the first period, no matter which team they play. They are well, only maybe Panthers could outplay them. I don't know, but Devils at home always get that get that hype, and they go and they have many chances to score in the first period. Always, you know, it just depends if it goes in or it doesn't go in. But if we just look at the overall expect advanced stats a little bit of course carolina at the moment they're pushing the play you know they're playing great hockey but the thing is they they somehow couldn't score you know something was not clicking for them and yeah those scores now in the end if you look like five three to arizona i mean doesn't really i don't like that too much you know also coming back against the jets from two one you know also it's hard to back you know a little bit a team which plays this kind of style you know that's why i also understand uh, if you look at the regulation price it's not bad you know like if you just look at the where the teams are in the standings and then you look at the regulation price which is i think is like minus 130 something like at least or maybe no not around that that's something great you could take but you know that's why it's there you know i think uh devils also you know they are right, right they are pushing the play you know they are like going all the all the time forward they have scored in last six games they have scored uh three Three goals, uh, five on uh, three goals per game, five on five. So that's a great stat, you know. And that was all on the road, you know. So that's a great stat. And they allowed only nine go uh, goals, a five on five, and that's in six games. So that's eight goal difference actually. So that's a lot, five on five, eight goal difference in the last six games. I would say that's a great stat, you know. So could we expect the regression here for Devils? I don't know. It's already end of the season. So, yeah, I think this is another stay away from me, the game. And well, if I would place anything, uh, I think uh, I haven't checked it yet, but I think I would go with the Devils over two and a half, but I have no bets at, at the moment on this game. Yeah, I don't trust also Canes to come out here and just uh, shut out Devils. I don't think for that. All right, good stuff. Uh, yeah, hit the like button, 140 live viewers on a Saturday morning. Yeah, a little earlier start time today than normal with the Ice Guys show. Hit the like button. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, Carolina team total over three and a half is definitely, uh, a, I definitely wouldn't uh, would endorse that. I had a over three and a half with Carolina against Winnipeg Friday. They got four goals. They've scored at least four goals now in three straight games. Uh, Carolina, so I don't hate that look. Uh, Carolina. But I, I look a little bit at Devils also getting over two and a half. I think it's possible. And actually, right now, I think for the Canes price, even came now more on. I see regulation at minus one twenty-five. So you know, yeah. let's see where it's gonna end. Yeah, exactly. So Carolina team, I'm probably gonna bet that actually. That that's because the of Canes the goalie. That's, yeah. that's because of the goalie. I think it's gonna be a huge line swing now to the Canes. You know, and that's because of the goalie. You know, but yeah. 
I mean, we are not getting like a Martin Brodeur, Brodeur for Deus as well. We're getting far from it in, in terms <laughs> of Martin. It looks like we're getting John Gillies, by the way, uh, in net for the uh, Devils. So uh, I'm seeing that as confirmation that we're going to probably see John Gillies today instead of uh, what happened to Nico Dawes. He's been the guy that's been getting most of the starts. And uh, is he? Oh, he got sent down. Yeah, it's John Gillies uh, for the. Uh, New Jersey Devils. John Gillies is going to be uh, making the uh, start here. It looks like today for the uh, uh, for the uh, Devils. Uh, his numbers, by the way, some crazy goalies. You know, you never know what's going to happen now today. I think there. <laughs> no, you don't. So it looks like he got. I, I guess. I guess he got sent down to the AHL team. You know, he's going to end up playing with uh, uh, the AHL group um, the rest of the way because it looks like it's Gillies today. Three point. Um, not not good. The numbers, obviously, for him. Uh, 3.81 goals against average, 885 save percentage, and a sparkling 3-10 and record uh, this year uh, for uh, John Gillies uh, for the New Jersey Devils and Nets. So, yikes. Uh, those are uh, ghastly numbers right there. All right, New York Islanders, Buffalo Sabres. Islanders minus 130 road favorites, six the total. You know I'm on Buffalo. Come on. You don't even have to think. You don't even have to ask. You don't even have to ponder it. Uh, Buffalo is a home underdog, of course. Um Absolutely. Um, now, Ilya Sorokin's in that, and he's been very good for the Devils. That does give me pause for concern, but uh, still, the Islanders are eliminated. Uh, we saw them fall flat against the Rangers uh, the other night. Finally looking like a team that, hey, reality sinking in. Disappointing year. Things didn't go right from the beginning. We're out of the playoffs. We've been in the, making deep playoff runs the last couple of years. So from an incentive standpoint, uh, the Islanders – not exactly a team I'm looking to bet here the last week of the season. And Buffalo's the polar opposite. A team that's out of the playoffs that is not playing like it. A terrific effort every night. Beat New Jersey, of course. Even the games they lose, they're right in the game. Uh, they're playing good teams tough. Uh, just a great showing from this Sabres team. Tage Thompson, Skinner, Alex Tuck. I go on and on about these players, how good they've been. It continues. Uh, and how about Owen Power? Congratulations. I've got the power. Owen Power uh, getting his first NHL goal Thursday night against the uh, New York Islanders. Uh, no, not the New York Islanders, the New Jersey Devils uh, Thursday night. And uh, from a prop standpoint, this is a good Buffalo prop game. Tage Thompson, Skinner props are, are worth a look. Owen Power props now are worth a look. I could see it now. He gets his first NHL goal. I think the points and the goals and the offensive side of his game from the blue line, it really could start to uh, – uh, it really could start to show up now. And maybe the floodgates open a bit for Owen Power now that he got his first NHL goal. So very, very straightforward decision. Buffalo's a ride team. Darlene as well. Darlene definitely for points makes some sense. What he's doing is remarkable right now from the blue line. He's finally playing at the level the Sabres were hoping for. Let's be honest. First few years of uh, Darlene's career were not great. But look at what he's done here. The last five games, he's had two points in four of the last five games. Multi-point games, two of the last or four of the last five games, uh, including a goal in three of the last five games. So Rasmus Dahlin, goal score, prop and points, 100% true, RC. Uh, I would look at that as well. And Buffalo for me, plus 110. Vito, Islanders, Sabres. Believe me or not, it's going to be many skips for me today. I'm not also involved too much with this game. Of course, only way how I would look at this, I think that would be Buffalo. Well, Islanders again on this three-game losing streak, you know, and uh, I would like to play Buffalo here, you know, but also if you look a little bit from Buffalo angle, they are on three-game winning streak. They are, have played Flyers, Flyers, and Devils. 
those teams definitely had have not so tight defenses islanders and well islanders had played played some tough competition like leafs florida and rangers those all three teams are actually a playoff teams you know in, in the playoff zone so that's where they fall short you know and islanders actually which teams they beat this year they can can beat only teams which are not in playoff zone but again last time when islanders played in uh buffalo that was uh on the 16th february and uh, that was when islanders came home from that long west west road trip you know and that was a tough spot for islanders so they laid an egg there three six uh yeah so today uh actually looking at the, this now uh, i see the price is actually like uh, rising on islanders i have I don't like this game, so I didn't cap it a lot. A lot. I'm just actually now talking what's in my mind, more or less, you know. Uh, but yeah, because you know, Islanders are favorite and Sabres are at home, and it's a very hard game. Again, I, I think you can go either way, you know. I, I I see that in my book, over is actually at five and a half. So if you can get somewhere at five and a half, I think this game actually will uh, go uh, over the total, uh, just because uh, both teams been allowing a lot of goals, five and five, you know. And in the end of the day, they also have scored like, uh, let's say the uh, Islanders have allowed 19 goals. So you guys understand 19 goals, five and five and eight games. So that's a little bit more than two games per uh, two goals per game, you know, plus add some power play goals, obviously. And Sabres have allowed 20 goals in seven games. So that's three goals per game, you know, and only scored like two, uh, five on five, uh, two goals per game. So. I think this game pushes over definitely it reaches six so that's where i would go in the end of the day yeah i mean sorokin and nets the concern but buffalo is definitely not a team that uh you worry about uh, cashing overs with uh this has been an over team for a while six of their last 10 have gone over the total uh four straight overs for buffalo coming into today uh and even the islanders you know four of their last seven games have gone over the total so i'm with you there actually i'll probably add that uh, over five and a half. You can still get a five and a half at uh, Caesars, a couple other books. Uh, make sure you shop around. You can still get five and a halfs at some spots. So uh, the over, I endorse that as well. Islander Sabres. And I like Buffalo even more. And like I said, props, power, Thompson, Skinner, Darlene. And of course, you got to jump on Darlene as well. Two points, two point games in four of the last five and goals in three of the last five for the Sabres. All right. New York Rangers, Boston Bruins. Uh, this is a good one. ABC National TV. Uh, Bruins minus 140 home favorites, five and a half the total uh, in this game. The guy that got the hat trick for the New York Rangers, by the way, Andrew Kopp, a first period hat trick leading the way in their victory against the Islanders uh, on Thursday. He's out today, a day to day with a lower body injury. He left that game after scoring that hat trick uh, and will miss at least this game. So uh, it looks like there's going to be uh, some uh, juggling of the lines here for Gerard Gallant today. It looks like Kreider, Zibanejad, Vitrano will stay intact as the top line. But now we're going to see our Temi Panarin, Ryan Strom, and moving up to the second line, Barclay Goudreau. And that means Barclay Goudreau becomes a target for me in player props today. Talking always about these players that move up from the third line to the second line or the third line to the top line or the second line to the top line. Those are the players you get value with when you bet their player props. And Barclay Goodrow could be that guy uh, for the New York Rangers today, playing with uh, Ryan Strom and playing with Panarin uh, on that uh, second line. Panarin's an elite, you know, playmaker as well, not just score. So that's going to help uh, Barclay Goodrow. And look, he got a point against the Islanders. He has had he's had five points in the last four games for the New York Rangers, and now he's going to get second line duty today. Barclay Goodrow for the Rangers. So 
Uh, very good prop situation there. That's the prop situation we love that we've talked about uh, constantly on this show. As far as a side goes, you, you think I'm laying a price against the New York Rangers right now? There's no way I'm doing that. Now, I know Cop is out. They're a little banged up. Kako is still out. I get that. Boston is a capable team. And I think Boston really wants to beat the Rangers because they've kind of struggled with them uh, at times this year. You look at head-to-head, twice the Rangers have beaten Boston this year, 5-2 back in November, 2-1 uh, in a shootout in February. So uh, the Bruins have not had much success against the Rangers. I know they'll be fired up to play this game, but Boston uh, probably still without uh, Lindholm and Posternock today. Uh, Posternock, it looks like, is definitely uh, going to miss. Uh, uh, could miss today, actually. He's actually still day-to-day, so we, we don't have 100% confirmation that he's not going to play. Same with uh, Lindholm. You know, they've definitely missed several games. They are There's a chance they return today, but it's a small chance from what I'm seeing. So you don't necessarily can bank on them. We'll see, obviously, closer to puck drop if they get one or both of them back, Posternock or Lindholm, which would greatly help this team. But, you know, we will give the Bruins credit. Uh, they be A nice win against St. Louis. They really, I thought, played a good game against Pittsburgh, but they could not beat Casey DeSmith. He was a brick wall, 52 saves, a 4 nothing shutout loss to the uh, Penguins. Jeremy Swayman, of course, remains the goalie for them with uh, – uh, with uh, Linus Allmark still injured. I would think Shesterkin back in net this afternoon after they gave Georgiev the start against the Islanders. So uh, for me, it would be the Rangers here, plus 120. I mean, this team's rolling. They're playing for first place uh, in the uh, Metro. Uh, they're playing, I think, their best hockey of the year. I think probably Vito would agree with me on that. I mean, they've won four uh, in a row, uh, seven of their last eight. Uh, and uh, I think they've, when they're an underdog here, I'm not, I don't really have any interest betting against them when they're getting a price like this, plus 120. I even see plus 125 in some books on the Rangers. So it's Rangers or pass for me. I will have some kind of bet before puck drop on the uh, Rangers. Just going to wait to see whether Lindholm or Pasternak are ruled in because if they are ruled in, the money might come in on Boston and I'll get a better price with the Rangers right before the game starts. Vito, what do you think? New York, Boston. Yeah, well, you see, Boston is really hurting without Pasternak and Lindholm, you know, because uh, and the scoring is hurting, you know, because the the pressure is still there, you know. Bruins are carrying the play; they have advantage on expected goals, you know. But when it comes to scoring, in last seven games, they have scored eleven goals and allowed thirteen goals, five and five. So that's minus two difference, you know. I wouldn't say that's great, you know. And uh, when it comes to Rangers, guys, Rangers has had a little bit. Took a pedal off the gas, but that's just understandable. You cannot play at your highest every single game, you know, especially at the end of the season now, you know. And uh, they have scored Rangers. Rangers have in last six games they have scored 17 goals, five and five, and allowed six goals. And yeah, as we checked the last game, so obviously we see three shutouts in a row, which you don't see too often, I think, in NHL. I, I don't think we have seen maybe this season any team which has won three games in a row with shutouts, you know. And uh, all, of the, all of those wins are covered by at least three goals. So that's what, that's a team which plays pretty good hockey, you know. And uh, again, you, if you look like from the emotional standpoint, and uh, obviously uh, Bruins is the team which is good at the home ice, you know, at the TD Garden. And uh, both of the times they have lost Rangers this year, so they will be hyped up. But uh, that doesn't always mean the team will win, you know. And... Uh, I think for me here, it's a clear, clear uh, price play. Uh, I, I, I'm laying a number here with that Rangers and uh, plus money. I think they get the uh, job done here. 
because even if Pasternak is back, you know, it doesn't mean it will help a little bit the Bruins power play, which is struggling, you know, but still first game, you can never, he's never going to play as good as he can. You know, sometimes, as always, I say, sometimes a different guy is better to be in the lineup than a, a leader returning, you know, because nobody can return and play at their best, you know, so that's just the thing. It's not, I think in NBA, it's different. You know, if you get a guy, he's tall, he's, you know, he can get those bo- uh, bo- uh, rebounds of, you know, but and in a hockey, I think it's a little bit different. Yeah. Th- yeah. I agree with that. Uh, definitely. Uh, Rangers, uh, uh, Vito liking them as well here at a plus price in this one. Uh, plus 120 to plus 125 is what you can see here for the uh, Rangers in this one. All right. Nashville Predators, Tampa Bay Lightning. The rest of the games are at night, by the way, Saturday night. Uh, we've got uh, Tampa Bay minus 155 road uh, home favorites, I should say, uh, at Amelie Arena. Six and a half the total uh, in this game. Six, six and a half is what we're looking at here uh, in this game. Brian Elliott uh, already confirmed uh, the goalie here for the uh, Lightning tonight. They are managing Andre Vasilevsky's minutes. Uh, down the stretch they're really you know a lot of teams are doing this Leafs are doing this with Jack Campbell you know Blues are doing this with Billy Husso while they're doing this with Marc-Andre Fleury I mean they are just not giving them every single game the rest of the regular season they're giving them some rest making sure they're as fresh for the playoffs as possible Uh, so we will see Brian Elliott here in net tonight for the Lightning in this game Uh, should be Soros I would think for Nashville here in this one uh, keep in mind, the uh, Lightning, Braden Point was a late absence against Toronto, a uh, lower body injury, but he's not been ruled out. John Cooper said there's a chance that uh, they get him in there. They said it was a pretty minor injury for Point, so there's a chance that Braden Point comes back here uh, in this game for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. Uh, we'll see about that. Uh, Nashville, of course, trying to cement their positioning in the po- in the postseason. Right now they are two points ahead of Dallas. Nashville has the top wildcard spot. Dallas has the second wild card spot. Nashville, though, is still only four points ahead of Vegas, six points ahead of Vancouver. So there is still work to be done uh, for the uh, Nashville Predators here uh, in this game. I actually think they're a live underdog. When you look at this spot for Tampa Bay, they've won three of their last four. They're coming off a massive eight to one win against Toronto. They put a lot of stock into that game because Toronto beat them six to two in Tampa Bay earlier this month, and the Lightning were geared up for that game, no question. They wanted to send a message to the Leafs, a team that they are likely going to play uh, in the first round uh, of the Stanley Cup playoffs. They did. It was a nasty game. It was a physical game. There's a lot of uh, uh, bad feelings between the two teams, a very emotional type of game. Now this is where it's the flat spot for the Lightning after a game like that, I think. And we've seen the Lightning fall into these uh, a bunch of times. Hey, if you lose at home to Detroit, why can't you lose at home to the Nashville Predators, who are still playing with a lot at stake here uh, tonight, trying to make the uh, postseason here uh, in this game? And if you actually look at Nashville and Tampa Bay uh, recently, Nashville's given Tampa a lot of fits. Nothing's really come easily for the Tampa Bay Lightning against Nashville. In fact, two and two the last four meetings, uh, and the last meeting in Nashville was a 3-2 Tampa win. It wasn't easy uh, for the Lightning. So the, the Predators have really pushed this team and, and played them tough. Uh, in uh, recent games. So keep an eye on that. Uh, it's definitely been a team that's uh, given them uh, a little bit of headaches uh, in the past. Of course, Stamkos becomes the franchise leader uh, in points uh, in the in the win against Toronto. So congratulations to him. As far as props go, it's the same old players you would look at for Nashville, Forsberg, Duchesne, uh, Johansson, Janot, if you want to go down the, down the uh, lineup a little bit. Uh, for Tampa Bay, 
you know, I'm going to keep coming back here to uh, as long as he remains playing, uh, you know, at least in the top three lines, Ross Colton, Nick Paul. I know we, you know, Palat, Stamkos, Kucherov, Braden Point, if he plays, they get all the headlines. But right now, Nick Paul, who they got from Ottawa, and especially Ross Colton, these two guys are really playing well, producing for the Lightning on a almost a game in and game out basis. That that those two players, Paul and Colton, I think are the value props right now uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning at the moment. So I like Nashville though here, uh, plus one thirty five. I think they've got a shot to win this game. Lean over the total as well. Uh, Vito, what do you think? Nashville, Tampa Bay. Yeah, well. Looking now at the stats and everything. Uh, well, obviously, a goaltending little bit edge. If you look on the last names, it's for obviously for Nashville. Saros is better, come like a little bit better. But Elliot hasn't played bad, you know. He can make some unbelievable saves, you know. And uh, he's been actually looking quite okay, you know. But uh, well, he's still a backup, you know. And that's why he's, I guess, a backup, you know, because there can be games when he can you cannot trust him, you know. But coming in this game, well, you see, yeah, Tampa. We can't really trust them at all. I, I I like them against Toronto because there was many reasons, you know, a lot uh, uh lost before and send a message and there was a great number. But here again, it, you just you just need to like uh, it's just if Tampa will play their play good hockey or not, you know. And as you said, Ian, I don't think Tampa's uh I don't pre- I don't think Predators is an easy opening from Tampa Bay. You know, some some teams then just don't match up with each other, you know. And I, for me, I always kind of have seen Predators as tight checking team, you know, maybe it's kind of changed now a little bit, but for me, it's still like, they used to be a like tight checking team, you know, especially at home, it's hard to play against Predators, but they're at their best, they can kind of like Dallas Stars, you know, well, that's just my opinion. And uh, well, for, they were, uh, Predators scoring were was fallen off a little bit, but as I check now, actually last three games, they managed to score, I mean, four against Blackhawks. That was a terrible game against the Blues. We all remember that. And I guess then they play against the Flames, where many people, I think, were on Predators in that spot. They managed to win in penalties. And now, well, you see, for the Preds, the stats, uh, what I don't like to see is the stats. I mean, they have a lot of 15 goals and only scored nine goals, uh, five and five in the last seven games. So that's minus six, actually, playing five and five. So... They're going to have come out here today. I think they're going to be mentally prepared predators, you know. Uh, I think they still can uh, They can beat Tampa here in this spot. I mean, last time they lost at home 2-3. It was kind of kind of even game, I mean. But at most of the thing, I think, what um, uh, the most important thing here, I think, is that Tampa already is not like, after a big win, as you said, and everything. And I think for uh, predators just needs this game more. Haven't any place bets on this game, but, you, uh, but I think yeah, predators on the money line is the play here because just at this time of the year, I don't know what to expect from Lightning. You know, one game they play good, the next game they lose to Detroit. So if Nashville played their best today, if they come out focused, you know, and they really want to win this game, UC Saros will help them, and yeah, Nashville will win, will win this one, I think. So lean to Nashville here for uh, Vito, but not as much conviction as me when it comes to the uh, Predators here in this game. All right, next up, Toronto Maple Leafs, Florida Panthers. Florida minus 140 home favorites. Look at this total, seven and a half. Man, I knew we'd eventually see one of these, uh, a seven and a half total, and we finally have it uh, in this Leafs and Panthers game, The probably the highest total I've seen all year uh, yeah. in an NHL game. And obviously we're talking about two extremely potent offensive hockey teams. Uh, no question about that. Uh, we'll see. Um, 
it, certainly if I, 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 there's definitely value now under I, if, if you have the guts to take an under with Florida or Toronto for that matter, we are talking about seven and a half now uh, with this total. Um, I don't know if I do as far as the side goes in this game. I do think Toronto plays uh, Toronto showing up. I think tonight, nobody was happy. They got absolutely blasted by uh, Tampa Bay on Thursday night. Uh, not a good performance. And keep in mind, there's a Leaf team that was playing good hockey before that game. It's just funny how one bad loss like that and the media, the Leaf fans, Leaf Nation, they're all upset again and saying, what's wrong with this team? It was one bad game. I think they're capable of being better tonight against uh, Florida. Florida, you know, is on, on a roll. There's no doubt about that. They're on a double-digit win streak. They keep finding ways to win games. They are aiming for a franchise record. They'd set the franchise record with their 13th win in a row uh, if they get this victory tonight against uh, Toronto. So definitely be a motivated Florida team, and they are on a fire at the moment. But I know I'm pretty confident Toronto is firing back strong, firing back extremely hard tonight with a big effort, big performance, uh, save face a little bit after what we saw against uh, Tampa the other night. I don't know if I trust Toronto to win the game, but I really like Toronto in the first period here. You can get that at plus one. 10 plus 115 Toronto Maple Leafs first period. I think that's where you could see them stun Florida early and Florida veto. They've had some slow starts. They've had games in the first period where they've given up goals to the opponent. They've had games where they've been behind and trailing uh, in the first period, even during this win streak. So I think it's a perfect spot given Florida struggles at times early in games, given Toronto off an embarrassing loss to Tampa Bay, uh, coming out strong right from the opening faceoff. I think that first period Leafs look is a really good one. So that's what I like here. Toronto first period, plus 115, plus 110. I lean Leafs full game as well, but I don't know if I trust them full game because we saw Florida already earlier this year. They fell behind Toronto early. They came back and they won the game. And we know Florida is a second period and especially a third period team. They've been that way all year. So, But I like Leafs early, first period for me. Vito, what do you think, Toronto, Florida? Yeah, I would agree with you, of course, with that first period. But yeah, just adding a little bit about the game. I know Matthews is back, you know, and again, he didn't miss too much games, you know, and I saw that he tweeted out like uh, in an interview, so, uh, like he's excited to be back. So it's still Matthews. I think maybe he, he, he gets back and plays straight away well. I didn't, I don't know what was the issue for him, really. I think he was just resting, right? Like they say that it's some injury, but I think he was just taking a little rest, you know. So uh, I think it's a combination, minor injury, but some rest as well. I well, we see many upper body injuries now all over the places, you know. Some, so yeah, few guys are resting, you know. But those guys which are playing, those guys are definitely definitely getting those twenty minute ice time, you know. Top guys. It's not like it's not like we see, you know, third liners and fourth liners playing on the power play. You know, you don't want to lose that moment, and you still will get, pretty, no, the best players on the power play, and you will get a scoring. And if we just look at this, but you know. I kind of like playing on the teams when they were on the lead and they blew it, you know, because uh, sometimes teams in that moment, they feel, you know, they blew the lead, but they know they can win it easy. I mean, if you're uh, up 5-1, why you cannot do it the same thing, uh, thing today, you know? I think Leafs can actually win this game. They, they, I think they will get the lead. And this time, I mean, if, if they blew twice in a row a lead now against the Panthers, which they might do, that would be just terrible, you know? But... uh I think it's a more chance for the Leafs this time. They don't lose the lead. I hope they get up here and uh, play this game good. I mean, Jack Campbell in the net, Matthews back. I mean, 
Leafs a good team. And uh, if, if you look at the expected goals, I mean, it, it's hard to go against Panthers at home, you know. If you look at the last game for Panthers, it's 12 wins, you know. So, 12, I think that's the longest winning streak this season. Or no, maybe Avalanche had more, right? I think, yeah. But uh, 12 games at the end of the season, that's also a great stat. And I think most of that comes that they have Giroud now and they're all excited to play. And their Panthers never had played this good hockey, I think, you know, as they play now this year and last year. And also that's for the barcode. It's a, also a big feeling. I think he feels now finally nice. And it's hard to go against the Panthers, you know, but at some point they lose, you know, it's all teams win and lose, like all the betters win and lose. So uh, if you look at the expected goals, Panthers obviously in the first place. Uh, Leaves not far away there in the sixth place. But when it comes to the scoring, so the Panthers have scored 18 goals and have allowed 10 goals, 5-5, five five, in the last seven games. So that's plus eight. And uh, for the Leafs, in the last seven games, Leafs have scored 19 goals and have allowed 16 goals, 5-5. Five five. So even with that big loss, which is 1-8, there's still a plus three goal difference, you know, differential. So that means they're a great team. And uh, I can, you know, we can expect from the Leafs bounce back. I mean, okay, they're on the road, but just look, last time, a big loss, uh, blowing up the lead, now coming off a 1-8 loss, you know. I think we get an effort here from the Leafs. I think it's going to be a very, of course, interesting game. Uh, but the price plus 120, I think we can maybe still wait. I don't know, Matthews is back. I don't know where these lines will move, but yeah. If I, uh, I'm going with the Leafs. Uh, I just will find the right uh, time when to bet it. But yeah, Leafs is the play for me here. All right, Vito, like in Toronto. All right, Montreal, Ottawa. Ottawa, minus 150, home favorite, six the total in this game. Carey Price in that. This is, by the way, for Montreal. They're struggling uh, right now, there's no doubt. Uh, you know, but the Marty Saint-Louis uh, run has kind of cooled off here. They've lost seven straight games. It's uh, the Montreal Canadiens. Although, you know, a lot of games that have been tough on them. The Philadelphia game was a poor game for them, uh, six to three. Uh, they lost that one, but they played Minnesota, Washington, uh, Winnipeg, Toronto, some tough teams in there, but still it's not been a good run, not a good stretch of games here for uh, the Montreal Canadiens. That being said, they do have the schedule in their favor. Uh, Ottawa's coming back home off a very long, well, not a long road trip, but three games, Seattle, Vancouver, and then they played in Columbus last night. They won in a shootout two to one, and, and now they're back home, second of back-to-back games after that three-game uh, road trip. If you actually look, Ottawa is just six and nine this year uh, on the second of a night of a back to back, one and four off a win on the second night of a back to back. I think Montreal's worth a look here. I know they're struggling. They've lost seven in a row, but they're getting a nice price, plus 140. And speaking of price, no pun intended, carry price uh, back in net. Look, he's struggling. And I don't know if it's a combination of they're playing poor in front of him. He hasn't looked really sharp. He's been off his posts. He's been off his angle. There's been some goals that have gone through him in his first couple starts. It's not been great for Carey Price. So that's a concern. But, you know, it's also Montreal, this franchise, this team, playing for the first time after the tragic passing of Guy Lafleur, the legend uh, in Montreal. Everyone knew him in the organization. He had a connection with the players on this team, uh, a good relationship, uh, and someone that was beloved within the uh, franchise, the organization. And you got to think they play with some heavy hearts tonight, the Montreal Canadiens. I think it's worth a look. Plus 130, Montreal here. Even on the seven-game losing streak, they got the schedule in their favor. Ottawa's a little bit worn down from the trip uh, on a back-to-back. They haven't been great on a back-to-back. I think this spot is there for the taking for Montreal if they can take it. Uh, What do you think here, Vito, Montreal, Ottawa? Again, well, yeah, hard to disagree, you know. One thing is I was against Ottawa yesterday and I managed to lose, you know, but 
Well, now they're at home and they're on the back-to-back. And uh, uh, just looking at this price, you know, we are getting, I would say, two pretty... Well, since lineup is not bad, you know, Shabbat is out. I think that's a big miss. But again, again, ha- this Hamannik is back, you know. He's a kind of okay defense man. And the uh, forward lines, they're capable to score, you know. But at the end of the day, it's still the order of Senators, you know. And we all know they are not been good like last year and so they're out of the playoffs usually and they somehow find a ways to lose you know and they're just not not high caliber team you know and now you're getting this Ottawa Senators team on a back-to-back I think let me check it if it's I think it's a fourth uh one second uh where is Ottawa? I think this is like a fourth game for them yeah this is a fourth game for them this uh week I mean they're coming off from a road trip Chelsea is a pretty successful road trip if we look, you know. Last two wins against Vancouver and Columbus. Four and six. This is four and six for Ottawa, yep. Yep. So now they're coming home. I mean, back-to-back game, a successful pretty road trip. And we have, well, and again, here is the Montreal. I mean, seven losses in a row, all in uh, regulation, you know. But yeah, as you said, Carey Price being off his toes a little bit, and that's understandable. I mean, if you haven't played for that long time, it's just hard to get back in the game. But uh Slowly, slowly, he will get back. And I think Sense, Sense could be a spot where Carey Price maybe gets his first win this season, you know. So uh, I haven't laid any price here, but uh, for me, it would be Montreal plus 130 just because I think these teams play even teams, you know, and uh, should this price should be closer, I think. I think value is the Canadian. All right, I agree with that. Value is with the Canadians. I don't have much on the total. Ottawa's been back and forth, over, under, over, under at Montreal. I still think, like Jimmy, it didn't work out against Philadelphia. It went over, but I still think they want to play tight defensively for Carey Price. So we'll see if they're able to. Well, again, uh, Wild, it was like low scoring, I think, no? It was like 0-2 yes, or something. Yes, that one was, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but not the Philly game, unfortunately. The other three. <laughs> Uh, in that one. All right, Seattle Kraken. I'll give the Seattle Kraken credit. They're playing hard uh, late in the season here. Uh, taking on the Dallas Stars. Uh, we've got Dallas minus 275. Uh, total in this one currently sitting at uh, six pretty much across the board. And if you think for a second that in a must-win game and an important game that I'm laying minus 275 with Dallas, you need your head examined. Uh, that is not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> no way. Uh, this team Struggled, obviously, on the uh, Western Canadian road trip. They lost to Vancouver, lost to uh, Calgary, lost to Edmonton uh, on that road trip. But but now they've got the easier part of their schedule uh, to finish the season. And they do have a very manageable schedule down the stretch. They play Seattle tonight uh, at home. They play Vegas, which is going to be a big game on uh, Tuesday. And then they finish with Arizona and Anaheim, also both at home. So it's a four-game homestand. Uh, for the for the Dallas Stars to end the season, it's really I agree, Cheshire Cat. This is this is Seattle or pass. I have no confidence in Dallas in big spots. I don't. They should beat this Seattle team. Uh, they're back home. They had a tough schedule uh, the last uh, three games, playing Vancouver, Calgary, and Edmonton. They lost all three. But boy, this team is flaky. They're they they win tight games. They don't win easily, hardly ever. It's always a close game with them. You know what you could do here. Seattle plus one and a half, which is minus one ten. I don't. I think that's a decent way to go. It is back to back for Seattle. That is a concern. They played in Minnesota last night. The game got away from them. Uh, they ended up losing six two out of the Wild. Um, but Seattle is still playing with decent effort here uh, late in the season. Three of their last four, they've won. 
they actually did get off to a good start against Minnesota last night, even though it didn't end well. Back to back for them this year. Let's see, they are uh, they're only three and eight on a back to back, so that's kind of concerning. But I don't want Dallas. I'm not laying anything with Dallas. This is pressure, and they don't often respond to pressure uh, the right way. They should beat this team. But am I laying a price to find out if they beat this team? There's no way I'm doing that. Just no way. What I am looking at here would be Rint, uh, Rupe Hints for Dallas. Probably a prop involving him. He's been carrying their, them offensively. Uh, and I would look at Matt Beneers again for the Seattle Kraken. Scored for Seattle last night. He's starting to rack up the points. He's starting to find the back of the net from a goal-scoring standpoint as well. So Matt Beneers keeps on being that go-to player prop bet for me for the Seattle Kraken. This this young kid looks like he's going to be a player for them, a, a pretty good one. Vito, what do you think here? Kraken, stars. Yeah, you see Kraken coming off a of back-to-back. I think they're still going to have this hype from yesterday. It was a high game, 3-6, you know, nine goals scored, and they will come with a little hype in. Now, and, and, and what they're going to get against them? They're going to get against them boring, I mean, Dallas Stars team, which will again try to all they will try to do is dump the puck in, try to hold it on the boards. I mean, maybe score that one goal and then hope they're going to hold on that lead till the end of the game. Then Beniers will come out in third period, score tight 1-1. Then they're going to score Seattle another one like it was against Jersey and win the game. So, yeah, well, as much as I would love to play Stars, because I love to play more the situational spots, you know, in NHL, don't look at the team so much. I look at the teams, of course, you know, but the... I like to look more at the situations, you know, but again, and this price is not, the price should be a little bit higher for me to take Dallas. And uh, even maybe I would take Dallas, but if they would at least have a little bit better stats, because, well, when I'm looking at now, I mean, they played Vancouver, they played Oilers and they played Calgary. Well, that game against Calgary actually on a back-to-back, well, yeah, Calgary outplayed them badly on the second and third period. Well, that was a back-to-back. It was a tough yet road for the, Stars, I mean, all three loses. And when it comes to scoring now for the Stars, uh, they look bad. They, uh, if they were, uh, if if like a week ago, they're actually uh, the Stars were actually carrying the play and were good and expected goals. Then now Stars in last eight games, they have scored ten goals, five on five. So that this is the team which has played most of many games in the last two weeks. That's eight games, scored only ten goals, five on five, allowed nineteen. So that's twice. As much, that's a bad stat. I can still tell you straight away. So it's something you can't trust, you know, just because they need to win. It's something that's, it's just something that you can't really trust, allowing 19 goals in eight games. I know it's like Flames and I know it's Oilers. But I think, yeah, this game, I think uh, Seattle can come out, get one early here, to be honest, just because of the yesterday game uh, and catch the Stars team again, like somewhere in that air and to just, with the too much stress and then stars will kind of try to climb this back and then two two and maybe stars get a victory in the overtime so yeah again this is just a stay away from me yeah, i could look at first period actually first period over uh one and a half i'm now checking but uh don't like delay these much but it's a great price to be honest it's a minus one point my book is like minus 130 if i if i'm converting right so minus 130 over one and a half in the first period I can see that happening. I think after uh, this big game for the Kraken yesterday, they managed to score one and maybe Stars get one and it's beatable over, actually. 
Yep. And the one concern, too, for this is definitely a game I'm passing. I'm not going to get involved in it. But another concern, too, for Seattle. Look at the schedule since last Saturday. They played Saturday at home to New Jersey, Monday at home to Ottawa, Wednesday at home to Colorado, Friday in Minnesota, tonight. So this is going to be one, two, three, four, fifth game in uh, eight days for them. Uh, fifth game in eight days for the uh, Seattle Kraken. So it's a lot of hockey. You know, you worry about them getting fatigued, hitting hitting a bit of a wall. We'll see if that happens tonight uh, against Dallas. All uh, right, Chicago and San Jose uh, next up, uh, playing for exercise. Uh, we've got uh, uh, San Jose minus one fifty uh, home favorites in this game. Uh, the total uh, six across the board. Uh, it's dog or pass. When I see these spots. Um, you know, two bad teams, two teams out of the playoffs. It's dog or pass. It is kind of mini revenge for San Jose. They lost in Chicago uh, recently, um, but that, I'm not laying a buck fifty with San Jose. There's no way uh, this could only be Chicago for me. But I don't think I'm going to bet the side. I will bet the total uh, over six makes sense to me. Uh, I think both teams roll the puck out, score some goals. That's what they did the last time they played each other. It ended up five four in a shootout in favor of the Blackhawks. Uh, both of these teams are, uh, I think, I, I trust them more to find the back of the net than keep the puck uh, out of their own net at this stage of the season. So uh, that's it for me. I don't need to go into much more detail with this. It's two teams I'd rather not bet. Uh, if I had to, I'd take the plus price with Chicago when it's two, when it's a two non-playoff teams and one of them is laying minus 150. I'm always almost always going to lean to taking the underdog, but I'm probably just going to only bet the over here, over six at minus 125. All right, Vito, what do you think here? Chicago, San Jose. Yeah, I need uh goalies has not been confirmed, but I think a couple of Kakun and we're starting to see him to play as as not as good as he did, you know. So Kakun has been laying an egg lately. And uh if he's in the net today, this I think this game goes over uh, as well. I agree with you there. If it, when it comes to the scoring, uh, I mean Blackhawks has just been playing like they don't really care, you know, but in the last seven games, they have scored 15 goals, five and five. That's more than two goals a game. But they have allowed three, uh, 22 goals. So that's three goals per game. So, yeah, well, Hawks can allow and Hawks can score. I mean, we, we still see Patrick Kane. Well, I don't know which year it is, like already 15th or 10th. Or how, how long is he in the league? I mean, I think at least 10 years or 15 years should be, right? Or 20. <laughs> and uh, this guy is still scoring all the time. I mean, yep. he's sniping skills is not gone you know so well it's a road game again you see and i, I think hawks is the team which we're gonna actually see better playing at home now even if they're losing i think they just they're better at home but i still can see that if, if kakonen is getting confirmed yeah sign me for the over six in this game was well, uh, kakonen yeah it's projected right now to be a uh, capo uh, kakonen for the uh, actually it's projected to be rhymer right now but that's not confirmed yet i see kakonen yeah well yeah. maybe if, uh, at least a goalie post i know yeah we'll definitely uh keep an eye on this either way rhymer's not been great kakonen's not been great i don't think yeah, it, it, it matters same with chicago lankinen or delia they've, they're both you know mediocre options right now so i like the over regardless of the goalie situation in this one all right we move on three games left Vancouver and Calgary. Interesting game to really look into here, considering the situation that's at hand. Calgary minus uh, 210 home favorites, six the total in this game. I think Vancouver could go in here and win. I really believe that. For Vancouver, this is truly backs against the wall. You've got to have it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You've got to get two points here. You're running out of racetrack. You're running out of games left. 
you're hanging by a thread. You're hanging by a thimble as we speak for these for this playoff chances. You need a victory tonight, and you actually get a Calgary team in a vulnerable spot. They clinched everything with that win the other night against Dallas. First place in the Pacific, you know, uh, so they're going to win the division. They're going to have home ice in the first two rounds of the playoffs. They can't move up. They are locked into their spot right now, and you'd already see it. Daryl Sutter resting Jacob Markstrom for this game tonight. Dan Vladar uh, is going to get the start tonight for the uh, Calgary Flames. So it's there for the taking for Vancouver. And look, the effort was was good against Minnesota. They took the lead against the Wild. Unfortunately, the Wild did what they often do at home. You know, they erase a deficit and they find a way just because it's hard to keep that offense from scoring at the XL Energy Center. They came back to beat the Canucks uh, on Thursday night. But no, I like what I'm seeing still from Vancouver. The absence of Bo Horvat hurts, no question. Pearson's still out. Hoaglander's still out. But you're seeing Pedersen start to get going. Pod Colson's been good lately. JT Miller always shows up in bigger games. Brock Besser has uh, scored in multiple games since returning. There's lots to like. Chase has been on fire for the last month or so. Uh, lots to like with Vancouver. Upset special potential, in my opinion. Just because for Calgary, we saw this with Colorado, right? They had everything locked up, and they haven't been the same team since then. Calgary's talking the talk. Like, hey, we, we still want to win down the stretch. It's hard to convince yourself mentally to put yourself in that spot. Yeah, you'll say it, but are you going to believe it in the, in, your, in the pit of your gut? Look at Colorado. They haven't won since they clinched everything. And I'm not saying Calgary's going to lose every game. You know, now that they've clinched, uh, you know, they, they can't go any higher. But they are, I think, in first game after clinching everything, I could see them being lethargic, going through the motions tonight, not being all that sharp. And a Vancouver team that is as desperate as it gets, they need this win or else it's curtains for them. I'm going to bet it. Vancouver plus 180. I think they could go in here and stun the, not really stun the Flames, because the Flames, I think, are in a vulnerable spot after clinching everything. Not their maximum intensity tonight, but I think Vancouver could be a live dog here. Uh, Vito, what do you think? Canucks, Flames. Quickly, we'll add, I'm watching Devils game. Devils already with a big scoring chance the first two minutes in, and this uh, new goalie making some unbelievable saves without yeah. the stick. <laughs> All right, uh, back to this game. Yeah, well, uh, I, I could... Well, I've been kind of quiet today with my bets, you know, because it's the end of the season and, you know, it's hard to really predict a few of the games, you know. I don't see much great spots, but this is the bet which I have better before the show. And uh, just because because, uh, looking at the last, I mean, as you all said, everything about the Calgary that they clinched and so on. And uh, when it comes to the scoring, I think Calgary still will have scoring there, you know, because once you clinch, well, doesn't matter if you clinch or not. I mean, this all stress is off from you and you just go out and you just play hockey and you just good draw being having having a very hot stick. And then we watch these both uh, teams. So let me get back a little bit. So uh, here is the Flames. In six, yeah, Flames in seven games have scored 18 goals. So uh, five and five allowed 14. And then when it comes to Canucks, in six games, Canucks have scored 18 goals as well. So as well, three goals per game, and that's only five on five, and allowed 12. So that's two goals per game. And that's everything happens five on five, you know. So from what I see, I see both teams will allow two game, uh, two goals in this game as, as bare minimum. So two goals from each team at least. And that means I'm taking over six because, yeah, I can see this game go, pushing the over easy. 
I agree with that. Actually, that the over makes sense. The the over might be uh, uh, something I add on as well because if Calgary's you look gonna... last two games also big shutout games there seven one I think Canucks won and then uh, Calgary won. So yeah, I think we see high scoring. Vladar and Net instead of Markstrom. That's number one. I don't think you're going to see defensive intensity from Calgary tonight after clinching everything. Who's going to block a shot, Vito? After you've clinched everything with the playoffs yeah. coming up, who's going to go that extra mile to block? Me a shot? Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he ain't doing that. With his leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that, that's what they'll be doing. The flamingo, as Don Cherry once called it, the flamingo pose, try to block the shot. That's they right. also do that all the time, not only when they clinched. Yeah. <laughs> they do that in first-round playoffs sometimes as well. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. hope they don't do this today against Panthers. No, no. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. Uh, the over makes sense, and I like Vancouver. I think they're very live. All right, next up, St. Louis, Arizona. We've got uh, St. Louis minus 400. Road favorites in this game, six and a half the total uh, across the board in this one. I like St. Louis puck line. Uh, that's what I'm going to – I stayed off betting against Arizona on the puck line last night. I probably should have taken Washington, but I didn't. But I'm going to take St. Louis here. Of course, they are battling Minnesota for second in the Central. I've talked a bunch of times how important this is because of the fact that both teams are great at home, St. Louis and Minnesota. So whoever gets home ice in that first-round series, it's important. Uh, Blues bounced back uh, with a win against San Jose uh, the other night after losing to uh, Boston at home in overtime. Uh, they beat the Sharks 3-1. to one. I mean, it continues here. Other than the Chicago game, Vito, nine straight losses for Arizona, and eight of, the last, and eight of those nine losses have been by two goals or more. So the puck line's been a, a great bet. I'm right back to it tonight. I stayed off the puck line against Arizona last night. I'm not making that mistake tonight. St. Louis puck line, minus one and a half. You got to lay a price, minus 165, minus 170. It's not cheap, but uh, I'm going to lay that price. And I'm going to sprinkle on the two and a half as well at an even better price. Minus two and a half puck line as well for the uh, St. Louis Blues in this game. They're, they mean business. Their offense is too good for Arizona to stop. Now, they, you're going to look at it and say, well, wait a minute. Arizona defensively last night, they improved. They only gave up one goal to Washington, one non-empty net goal. But Washington was Washington was just so asleep in that game. They were just looking yeah. to get out of there. Long road trip at, at the end of a long road trip for Washington. All they gave two shits about was getting out of there with the win. If we have to win one nothing, two nothing, so be it. They're now facing a St. Louis team tonight that's got their offense has been rolling for weeks. They can punish this Arizona team, and they can equally punish Hari Sateri, who's going to be wishing he was back in the KHL, you know, with the way things have gone for him so far. He's been pathetic right now, although the team's been bad in front of him, but he gives up five to Vancouver. At the moment. <laughs> Go back to Russia, Hari. Come on. 12 goals in your last two starts? That's what he's given up uh, for the uh, Arizona Coyote. 12. 12. In his last two starts, um, so I think he's going to get lit up like a Christmas tree in the month of April here uh, for this Arizona Coyotes team. Uh, yeah, so St. Louis minus one and a half, a little sprinkle on the minus two and a half, a little bit on over six and a half. I know the over fell short last night, but St. Louis I think is going to do the bulk of the goal scoring tonight to get the game over the total. And uh, St. Louis team total over four and a half. I think you could roll with that as well. But uh, yeah, Sateri has been. Uh, uh, christened back into the nhl in a very rough way uh Vito, what do you think here st louis arizona yeah well i can agree with everything you said you know and i don't want any anyone to talk of blues uh myself i'm just not going with them tonight uh first thing is yeah well blues 
they just can outplay this team and they can score like six or seven today, you know, because this is just AHL roster for Coyotes and Blues are just too talented, you know. But again, Blues are, well, on the road. They're not the team really, which always is pushing the expected goals, but they find a way of scoring. They're good and odd man rushes and so on. So, and uh, what one little thing maybe about this Saturday thing, you know, man, well, he's still a goalie and he's still a human being. And I think he's not there just because I know scouts are bad or what. I think he should have a better game. One small thing today is if Huso plays today, he's going to have a, his fin- Finnish rival in the net, you know, and for the goalies, sometimes it's so, what you get what gets you going you know so if saturday see, uh, plays against Husso today it's two finish goalies that could a little bit i think help at least saturday to mentally prepare more for the game uh but overall yeah uh it's just it would be stupid to go with arizona but i don't want to lay minus 400 with blues on the road i don't know so i'm just gonna stay away from this game and see how it goes now, obviously nothing wrong with doing that uh i, I i'm kind of agreeing with that sentiment where if you haven't been fading Arizona for every game, like I have, don't jump on it now, but if you've been fading Arizona in just about every game recently, like I have, keep on doing it. Yeah. True. You know, that's the way you should, but if you're, if you're just betting against Arizona now for the first time, after all these bad games, it might be the wrong time because you're not getting value as much as you did, you know, a few, a uh, couple of weeks ago. So, that's yeah. an important point to make. All right, final game, Vito. We've made it to the end of the card. Sixth and 12th and final game here. Uh, the Arizona, uh, sorry, the Anaheim Ducks and the Los Angeles Kings. We've got LA minus 250 home favorites. Six the total uh, in this game. Uh, LA in regulation. LA puck line was a very popular bet against Chicago. Uh, I kind of liked it. The team total for the Kings got there. I bet that as well. I'd probably lean in all those directions here too. I mean, I'm seeing... An L.A. team that even with all their youth, Vito, Adrian Kempe, he's still a young player. Uh, Aya Follow, he's still a young player. Sean Dursey, uh, Trevor Moore, uh, the Byfield, these are all uh, these are all young guys. they got a couple veterans, Kopitar, Dano, uh, uh, Victor Arvidsson. But a lot of these guys are younger players. They're showing poise, Vito, and the maturity. Big games to make the playoffs, to make sure they get in, and they're getting the job done the LA Kings these last couple of games. It hasn't been pretty. The Anaheim game, it was close, but they closed it out. Good third period defensively. And then, of course, the uh, Chicago game where they dominated Chicago. It could have been a lot worse than 4-1 to one, uh, in that game for the uh, Kings. Uh, they have looked very good these two games in a row that they've won against bad competition. Uh, they look like they're showing the, uh, the, the, the maturity required from a younger group to, to get this done make the playoffs. Now they're playing Anaheim again for the second time in four days. Does Anaheim want to bounce back and try to win this one? Of course. But, you know, right now when you look at the Ducks, this spot's not exactly a bet on for them. Keep in mind they play tomorrow, Sunday night, against the St. Louis Blues veto, and it's the final home game of the season for the Ducks and for their captain, Ryan Getzlaff, who's retiring after this season. That's the spot for Anaheim. Uh, This one I'm not so sure. So for me, this would be Kings- uh, probably in regulation, I'd look in that direction. Again, the puck line is minus one and a half at even money, plus 100. I don't hate that either. And, and the team totals, the team totals the best bet, in my opinion. Three and a half, and it's only minus 110 for the LA Kings team total, over three and a half. And we know the uh, Anaheim Ducks definitely have had some issues keeping the puck out of their own net. Now, I know they kept LA to two goals earlier this week, but now in LA, 
I think LA is going to do a better job finding the uh, back of the net here. So team total is worth a look, and I'd certainly look in some form uh, splitting it up with LA and regulation, LA puck line. Vito, what do you think here? Anaheim, Los Angeles. Yeah, I think you have to give uh, LA a, a little bit here of credit. You know, I know they had some like easier competition to, uh, towards the end of the season, but they have mentally prepared well for it. You know, they're getting those uh, victories done. I mean, low scoring, high scoring, doesn't matter. They win. And most of the times it's done in regulation time. And uh, well, in this spot, I mean, now Kings in the last, <clears throat> last six games, Kings are fourth in the league by expected goals. So they're really picking up this forward, uh, for really picking up the offense. I mean, and if you look at uh, this guy, second line center, Philip Denault, five goals in la- five points or five goals in the last five games, that guy's been That's playing much better now. All three lines are good, you know. Uh, I mean, Kings are again at that uh, level where they were at the, somewhere in the middle of the season when they everyone were betting on them. I think Kings are now again a really bet on team. Last six games they have uh, six games they have scored 15 goals. They have allowed 15 goals. And for the Ducks, in last six games, the Ducks have scored 16 goals and have allowed 16 goals. So we have exactly the same goal differential for both teams. Uh, just Kings are much, 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 much better on expected goals. And uh, I, I think that that's where we're going to get advantage today. Plus, they're they are in the playoff team. I mean, only thing, obviously, <clears throat> Jude Audi is out. But that's what happens in life. And you just have to adjust it. You know, nothing you can change about it. It's a big loss, obviously. But, the, well, the court doesn't look too good for the playoffs, I mean, when I look at it. So, uh, but not right now. Right now they're playing well, and I think they take care uh, and they will be able, they will handle this Ducks team today as well at home. Uh, I think you can go with the puck line here on uh, Kings, and that's what I'm gonna do. All right, no goalie confirmations. We just have Anthony Stolarz for Anaheim and Jonathan Quick projected, but neither of them have been uh, confirmed uh, of uh, as as of right now. Stolarz, if it's him, by the way, uh, he's given up ten goals in his last three starts. So Stolarz is kind of gone backward uh, a little bit with his recent play. And we know Gibson's had struggles all season long. So, uh, yeah, both uh, Vito and I like L.A. in some form. Great stuff, Vito. What a, what a, what a Saturday. Huge card. Final huge Saturday uh, of the re- final Saturday of the regular season. Uh, great uh, breakdown of the uh, card. Uh, we'll get to best bets in just a second. Hit the like button. Uh, everyone watching, we appreciate it. A reminder about DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. And, of course, THPN and the Ice Guys. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL team. Get $150 in free bets if they win. Uh, if DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up for an account and use the promo code THPN. All right, it is best bets time. Uh, to wrap up this Saturday edition uh, of the Ice Guys, uh, Vito, we will start with you. What do you like for best bet? Uh, yep, uh, gonna go back to that game, Flames and Canucks. I think uh, Canucks will have a great performance there today. They're gonna get the goals against Ladar, and Flames will just also get goals. So over six in that game. 
All right, Vancouver, Calgary, over six veto with his uh, best bet for Saturday. My best bet, look, we've cashed a couple underdogs this week for best bets. I'm going to go with another one. I'm taking the Nashville Predators, plus 135 against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think it's a good situation. Tampa's coming off a game that meant something to them, a team they're probably going to play in the first round, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto beat them in Tampa uh, pretty soundly, 6-2 to two earlier this month, and Tampa returned the favor with an 8-1 beatdown. That was the game they were all in for. I think this is the game where you see Tampa revert back to that kind of lethargic, go through the motions, Tampa Bay, which we've seen more than once uh, over the last few weeks. And Nashville, hey, you got to keep on piling up the points, getting the wins, cementing your playoff position. Live underdog, Brian Elliott and net for Tampa. Live underdog, in my opinion. Nashville Predators, plus 135 uh, against the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning for my uh, best bet for this Saturday NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. And a reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. Although for this weekend, it's 11.30 a.m. Eastern time. It'll be 11.30 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow as well. Uh, so make sure you're aware of that. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Vito, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Sunday, Saturday, I should say. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Sunday. It'll be me, Vito, Alex B. Smith. We'll be back with us tomorrow as well, and we'll break down the Sunday NHL card for you. 11.30 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow on Sunday, another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.